Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Federal Budget Monday. Watch the advice of the Business Council of Canada. And as far as the Business Council is concerned, they released this week uh, information or a news release on how Canada can reach the goal of net zero emissions by 2050. Goldie Hyder is the president and CEO of the Business Council of Canada. He joins us. Mr. Hyder, thank you for the time. Good to talk to you as always. Thank you for having me, Roy, on this somber Saturday. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it started off with the funeral, and of course, we're all stuck at home. So uh, I suspect a lot of people are feeling a bit, uh, a bit challenged by the situation. I know I certainly am. Yeah. Let's talk about the uh, federal budget that's coming up. The, the Business Council of Canada's most fundamental advice to the federal government for the budget is uh, what? Keeping in mind that Mr. Trudeau's government uh, favors the mantra, build back better, which means different things to different people. It does. I guess in a nutshell, it is where will growth come from to pay for the spending that we're going to be incurring and the spending we have incurred. Uh, I think Canadians know full well that if something's too good to be true, Roy, the odds are it's too good to be true. And so while we have a government that's clearly very comfortable on the spending side of the ledger, we've been encouraging them to work in partnership with business and labor and others to build back a, a plan, actually, that tells us how are we going to get the growth uh, that is the key here. Canadians know that um, you know we have to pay back what we've spent, and we're going to have to pay for whatever else is coming our way. Your task force, your CEO task force, issued six priority recommendations last year to strengthen Canada's growth capacity. And just briefly, what are they? Well, I mean, you know, it seems to me that it seems like a bit of a broken record. We're all saying the same things, but it's time that Canadians and Canadian governments get their act together because. Uh, the world's changed fundamentally, and, and, and that allows me to speak very first about the importance of uh, training and reskilling. I've got an op-ed in the Toronto Starter Day on what that means and why it's important to make sure that uh, you know those jobs that may not be coming back, uh, people feel hope that they can still find a way to contribute to the economy and take care of their families. So I think that business and government working in partnership is really key uh, for a reskilling agenda. We actually have been very aggressive on uh, working with our friends in the, in, the, in the Canadian Labor Congress and others talking about the child care uh, as not just a social issue, but very much an economic issue and the importance of making sure that uh, we can get people back to work. Uh, those who want to get back to work should be able to get back to work. And so we're optimistic about that in this budget. Uh, the need for business confidence comes, Roy, from importance of regulatory stability and predictability. And we're, we're, we're struggling with that one here. I mean, we continue to have interprovincial trade barriers in Canada. Yeah. Uh, we've had some hit and misses with infrastructure development. And so we really need to send a signal to the world that Canada's serious about uh, attracting capital and that when you come here, you can have confidence that the projects you bid on and the projects that you want to see to a fruition will we'll get done. Uh, we need more labor, uh, as I said earlier, uh, labor shortages, immigration needs to address that as well. We need to build an innovation ecosystem. We have to be much stronger in the way in which we think about uh, where is growth going to come from. And that means also working in partnership with the energy sector and natural resources sectors and others on the climate change agenda, which we also put a paper out this week about. And um, so there's a lot to do, Roy, and I think it just takes leadership and it takes partnership to, to get it done. And Canadians are counting on us to do that. Well, this week, uh, the Business Council of Canada did release a report titled Net Zero Goal will require partnership and a strong economy. Now, Mr. Trudeau's government's plan is for this net zero emission reality by 2050. Your council um, sees this as possible, but it'll require, quote, a supportive policy environment and sustained public and private investment, end quote. Speak to that, please. Well, I mean, if money makes the world go round, my friend. I think everybody knows that, and we can will our way to things, but at some point we've actually got to do beyond that. And um, I think we've had a lot of 
talk, uh, going all the way back to Kyoto, if you will, but the rubber's hit the road. People are ready. Canadians are ready. Businesses are ready. Customers are ready. Policymakers are ready. So let's get to it. Let's get serious uh, and recognize that the transition um, is not an on-switch. Uh, there's a journey that we have to work in partnership to make sure that we um, in, you know, bring about the changes that are necessary um, in businesses and in investment that's, uh, that allows for innovation. But, you know, Roy, we've also all got to look ourselves in the mirror and say, are we up for the task as individuals, as Canadians? Because we need to be honest with Canadians that this, there's a transparency of costs here. We have to explain to them that this is going to require changes in the way in we live, uh, changes in what we can afford and not afford. And so it's going to have economic impact. Uh, it's nice to get a, you know, a rebate on your, on your carbon tax, but um, you know, that may be short-lived. You've got a lot of um, uh, costs ahead in terms of what Canadians can expect, so we need to be honest with them. And we need to address the issue um, with the Indigenous communities because it's very important to make sure that this is an all-in approach and that, and that we're working together to protect uh, the environment. Um, and that will require some, some innovation and infrastructure uh, that can help people. So there's a lot to do here to build resilience, to adapt. Uh, and I, as I've been saying all along, we need a very responsible approach to the climate. It's been so politicized, and we in the business community have, have been, and frankly, far ahead of all, all, a lot of the stuff. We endorsed carbon pricing 14 years ago. Um, we've been working very hard uh, to, to bring about the innovation, to bring about the change. You've heard the great success of the electrical vehicle, you know, vehicles and the batteries and so forth. I think we're just getting started. There's much more to do. Let's get on with it is the message. Yeah, and as you point out, though, as well, Achieving net zero will entail significant costs and changes to the daily lives of Canadians. That's not something we can overlook. Let me, let me just go back to the budget for a moment. We've taken on massive, massive debt in the last year plus. And we understand the pandemic, and we know that the debt was taken on $400 billion in, in, in deficit spending almost. We have a, a national debt, which is going to approach a trillion and a half in the not-too-distant futures. We have provinces that are in debt. We have 53% of Canadians saying individually they're within $200 and not being able to meet their monthly bill obligation. So we have all this debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's still concern that, that on Monday during the federal budget, we'll hear about massive additional government spending. That's not what we need, is it, Mr. Hyder? Certainly of concern, Roy, and for, for the reasons um, you know, uh, that you cited here, um, the, the economy is very much preloaded to take off as soon as the vaccine impact kicks in here. We've seen that with our job numbers. We know that the American infrastructure investments and so forth is going to have a trickle-up trickle effect, if you will, of at least 50 to $60 billion to our economy. Canadians are sitting on $200 billion worth of savings over the last 13 months that they've accumulated. Businesses have $80 billion worth, so there's going to be what I've called a slingshot effect to the economy. And the longer that we're waiting to get going, of course, the slingshot just gets pulled back even further, meaning the economy is going to even shoot out even faster. But um, we know there's going to be spending, Roy. Like, I think we all know spending is coming. And so what we've tried to do is encourage the minister and the government to focus on the quality of the spend, uh, looking to make sure that things like uh, productivity improvement um, and productivity improvement in our workforce for child care with the skills, digital infrastructure now. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty much the oxygen to an economy. Right. And yet Canada is such a large country. We've got to make sure we're connected. We're a trading nation. We're going to have to trade, so build some enabling infrastructure. But if this comes out to be a bunch of short, term, you know, sort of spread it thin and and, an almost politically motivated budget as opposed to an economically motivated budget, that runs the risk of setting us back and it also runs the risk of inflation, Warren. We better all be watching that because that could really set things in place. For sure. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.